You're listening to the Bleak and Review Podcast. Who is that? Quarantine quickies, quarantine quickies. If you listen right now, it's like you're right here with me. Bleak and Review, it's the quarantine kickies. Post up on your couch and watch little Nikki take a load off and wash your hands because Kevin doesn't have a whole lot planned. It's quarantine quickies, quarantine quickies. Don't go outside because it's gross and icky. Who is Oh, yeah. Quarantine quickies, bleak and review. Kevin Anderson, these are the important things that you need to know. How's it going, everybody? Regularly scheduled Friday episode, as it is, I believe, right? Yeah, this is going on on Friday. Okay, cool. It'd be great if I lied to you in the first 10 seconds of this, though. It'd be a lot like politics, man. Like, like politics are like liars. Politics are people and they're liars. If corporations are people, then politics are people and they're all a bunch of fibbers. Ooh, I don't like how that word came out. That just, <laughs> fibbers doesn't sound good. Although I guess it's a good replacement word at karaoke if, you, if you're doing DMX or something. What a weird start. Hi, everybody. <laughs> this is Kevin Anderson coming at you on a very rainy Thursday right now on the day I'm recording this. Uh, stone cold sober, by the way, I know I've been stoned on the last couple, but I'm like a hundred percent sober right now. That will change by the time I'm done editing this. But as of right now, and it is actually, oh my God, it's actually 420 right now, 420 PM, the year of our Lord. I should be stoned if I was like all about that life, but I guess I'm a fucking, I'm a narc. I'm a, I'm a, as my friend Jared Hunting once called me when he was very drunk at his own wedding. Uh, I'm a pot narc. <laughs> Shout out to Jared Hunting. Love him. Uh, this is a free episode, so thank you for tuning in if you weren't aware already. Some of them are coming out on Tuesdays now, and they're going to be behind the paywall. Go to Bleak and Review. Go to Bleak and Review. Go to patreon.com slash Bleak and Review. Pledge me your fealty, and uh, I will give you extra content in these trying times. Just wanted to get that plug out of the way. Before I get into other things. Yeah, I'm sober. I, I think it's because I drank too much last night, which I'm doing that about once a week right now. I'm drinking too much about once a week. And that's not too bad. Um, and not too much in the sense that I'm puking or anything. I'm just like, ah, oh, I feel kind of bad in the morning and maybe I overdid it a little last night. Uh, but we all cope in our own ways, right? I think the reason I drank this time is because I recorded a song yesterday and I was pretty happy with it. But when I record something, I like to get drunk and high and then listen to it again as like an outside observer. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm a different person now. Do I still like this? Turns out it slaps. Uh, I might be putting that on the Tuesday episode, uh, the demo of that. I'll probably be putting on the Tuesday episode to go over there. I'm, hey, I'm still plugging. I'm still plugging, baby. Bleakandreview.com. I keep saying the wrong thing. I'm plugging terribly. Patreon.com slash Bleakandreview. Bleakandreview.com is no longer a website. I think because my Squarespace site that I had, where I had all the episodes uploaded, uh, lapsed, and I didn't have $100 to renew for a year at the time, uh, so I just don't have a website right now. It doesn't seem like a high priority, especially uh, in my current stint of unemployment slash national emergency. See, so yeah, I got a little drunk last night, uh, became someone else's thirst trap by accident. Uh, it's very interesting. Uh, this comic that I, I kind of know, I met uh, a few months ago for like only once. And then 
uh, is a gay man and he hit me up recently during quarantine. I was just like, Hey, what's up? We we're just chatting. And he's like, Oh, you're cute. I'm like, oh, I'm straight. Sorry. But he's, he's a nice guy. So we kept chatting, uh, about bullshit because everyone desperately needs some kind of interaction right now. Uh, myself included, everyone included. And then, uh, we started playing exploding kittens last night, this app called exploding kittens. It's a card game also, but there's an app version of apparently. And, uh, I was drunk and we started gambling on, on who was going to win. And, uh, one of the, one of the wagers was loser has to send a dick pic, which obviously was a one-sided reward. Cause I don't have any interest in seeing his dick, <laughs> but I lost it. So I sent him a picture of my dick cause I'm nothing but honest. And I got to think it is like, am I really easily manipulated or am I just really comfortable with my sexuality? And of course to that, I have to respond classic catchphrase. Can it be both? Uh, so shout out to that comic. I'm not going to name check him because that's unnecessary, but that was a funny, interesting turn last night. <laughs> what am I doing? Oh my goodness. Uh, I caught an oar fish in Animal Crossing. Yeah, we're going right from uh, dick pics to uh, children's games. Uh, <laughs> if you're playing Animal Crossing, you know how dope that is. It's very rare. It's a giant eel. Caught it in the ocean today. I'm very excited about that. Oar fish, which I learned from the game. Actually, I think I knew this before, but I was reminded that those are uh, these eels that can get up to like 36 feet long. And uh, they're often what people believe sailors would see when they would report seeing sea monsters back in the day. You know, back in the day when people were fucking stupid and believed in monsters and shit. <laughs> Not like today. No, we just we're just scared of the Internet now. Like 5G. Ugh. Back in the day, those people, they were still around, but they were just like, yo, dog, I saw this big ass octopus and it fucking killed all the people, dude. The government's octopuses. And uh, <laughs> how is it possible that I'm dumber when I'm sober than when I'm stoned? Who knows? Uh, yeah, so I caught an oarfish. Uh, I don't know if they're, if it helps any Animal Crossing players out there. I don't know if this is the specific time you can catch them, but I caught them around like 2, 2 p.m. or something like that. 2.15 maybe. So maybe that's their, their time to do it. And they're, of course, in the ocean, not in the still waters. So just a little, just a little help for y'all. Uh, today I finally got, we finally ran out of toilet paper in my, in my lockdown. So I went searching for it. As I mentioned on uh, Tuesday's episode, which is also free, it's the Patreon launch episode, but I made it free for everybody cause I'm a nice guy. Uh, I mentioned that I hadn't seen any toilet paper in the wild, uh, since the quarantine, which is true until today, because I decided a, it's raining. And so I was like, well, I should get out of the house, but I don't want to walk. I can't really walk anywhere because it's pouring rain in LA right now. And so I was like, I'll just take a drive and I'll go drive to a slightly less densely populated town and check out their stores and see if there's any toilet paper there. Uh, cause I already had to shower after I shit today. Um, and I don't want to keep doing that as my default. I don't mind doing it. Uh, I just don't want to do it every time. So I was like, I should probably get toilet paper. So I drove up to Canoga Park, which uh, is about a 25-minute drive north of the the part of the valley I live in, North Hollywood. And I went to their Vierta, Vierta Supermarkets. And uh, wouldn't you know it, a shitload of toilet paper. So much. Like... Like there was, it was not, a, a, I don't know the, it, what it, why are, I guess it's just white people, right? White people that live in Hollywood are crazy and they just want to fucking hoard everything. The store was like super 
like super chill. Like there was, there was some people there, but everything was organized. Nobody was panicking. No one was running around or screaming. It was just like, yeah, I just went down to the bath tissue aisle and boom, shitload of toilet paper. All I had to do was drive for 25 minutes and I got to listen to, you know, the radio and stuff. So if you're experiencing any issues in locating necessary supplies in your city, you know, if you're in a metropolitan area, I, re- I suggest uh, trying out less gigantic chains of stores in uh, smaller towns nearby. I think that's a pretty good move. Uh, speaking of pretty good moves, oh boy, if only I had a transition. I don't think I have one. So what I'm going to do is go to a quick break here because we, we got a sponsor coming up here that it's, uh, it's a doozy. So I'm going to give some time to that. And then after the sponsor uh, provided to us by comedian and friend of the network, Andy Sell, uh, I did an interview with my friend Evan Kessler, a very funny comedian. I quoted him a few episodes ago on this podcast, I believe. He's currently living in, uh, in Hawaii because he was dog and house sitting for some friends and he was only supposed to be there for a certain amount of time. And then the quarantine happened and he has been stuck there for about a month. Uh, so he's uh, got a very interesting take on quarantine and the pandemic and just stuff in general. So I hope you listen to that and enjoy it. Um, and then one more time, I'm just going to plug it. Hey, go check out the Bleak and Review Patreon. Patreon.com slash Bleak and Review. Send $5 to a poor starving comedian, especially a white one. That's the thing that your money should go towards in this pandemic. <laughs> I mean, now that Joe Biden's going to be our, our next uh, uh, candidate that we're putting up, uh, it's really it's really good to think about white people again and how um, we just get everything and there's never any problems. I was going to talk more about Biden and Bernie dropping out of the race, but uh, I'm mostly just disappointed in everything and the Democratic Party. And I don't it's not funny, so I don't want to get into it. But we'll be back with more fun stuff with Evan Kessler after this break. See you on the other side. It's me, Fred Van Klot of Van Klot Industries and Technologies. If you're anything like me, and let's face it, you are not, because I am a real fucking weirdo. I'm not kidding. I am a lunatic. One time on my 19th birthday at the bowling alley on Center Street, I hit this guy in the neck with a piece of metal I found in the parking lot. I tell you, I don't know what this thing was. It, It was... It was, it was big, it was like three feet long, you know, and it was uh, jagged and bent. I don't know if it was part of a car or a piece of a building from a nearby demolition site or something, but it was jagged and bent and crooked. It was had sharp edges and it was rusty. And uh, man, I just, I hit this guy in the neck with it, you know, and... He tried to scream. God bless him. He tried, but uh, I could not begin to describe the noise that came out instead, I tell you. Anywho, if you're anything like me, and I think we covered that you're probably not, uh, but if you are, you're saying to yourself right now, well, heck, I need some paper towels. The paper product situation in our country right now with this this quarantine hoopla is just a disgrace, and you can't find any paper towels. They're, they're just people are hoarding them. They're not at the store. They're not in your house. And you're saying, well, golly, how am I going to clean up all this blood? I mean, there is just so much of it. It's on the floor, in the kitchen, it's in the 
the it's on the walls in the bathroom it's on the ceiling somehow and there's just so much of it and you don't know what to clean it up with because you got no paper towels you, you know you'd use t-shirts but all of your t-shirts i mean those are clothes who knows those might be currency in three months so you don't want to use those you need the paper towels and nobody's got them and you don't want to go onto the amazons and the ebays because of the 5g's getting in your body and giving you the cancer so you just you don't know what to do well i tell you here's what you do you put twenty dollars you put thirty five dollars in an envelope you write on it attention van clot industries and technologies care of fred van clot and you 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 take that envelope and you go down to the starbucks on the corner of wilson and hickox you know the one not the starbucks on wilson and sixth no the one on wilson and hickox you know the one it used to be the dairy depot before arlene and dell had to sell the business uh and then the star they put the starbucks in but that's the one you go to you take that envelope you go outside of the starbucks uh on the west side of the building and you face west and what you're gonna do is you're gonna see a chain link fence okay there's a weeded empty lot on the other side of that fence you can you can't miss it you you go down to the fence and then you slide the envelope under the fence into the weeded lot right where so there's a a crudely fashioned no trespassing sign and look it doesn't actually say no trespassing on it in a written language but uh it does have a picture of an alien on it and that alien is sitting on a throne of skulls so i think it gets the message across thanks okay so anyway you see that sign that's where you want to that's the spot where you put the the envelope down you crouch down you put the envelope under the fence under the chain link fence there into the weeded lot and look you gotta do this before sunset okay you do it before sunset and then you leave okay you just leave you walk away you do not look behind you don't look back just go home and then uh around sunrise the next day you know around it doesn't have to be exact but you come around like i don't know when when it, when it is like five 5 a.m 6 a.m uh, seven sometime around there check the newspaper uh, the day before to see when sunrise is supposed to be the next day but anyway sometime around there in that general frame you come back and on your side of the fence you don't worry you don't have to cross the fence or anything on your side of the fence will be a six roll pack of van clot paper towels and those are good paper t- they're the best paper towels you can get they're they're a damn sight better than that bounty i'll tell you that much or that brawny i don't care for that you get the van clot paper and uh look you're, you're gonna need to find a way to listen to this again if you missed any of those instructions i i recommend uh calling the radio station and asking them to play the ad again and then just listen to the radio station all day okay and and have a a, a, a cassette tape in your in your stereo and then when the radio plays the ad again you just rush you gotta be kind of near it because you don't want to run across the room you might slip on some of that blood so you just wait near the radio, uh, your stereo equipment. And then when the ad comes on, you hit record, 
on your cassette tape. Then you'll play the, the ad back later and you can listen to it and get all the instructions. Because I'm, look, I'm not going to repeat myself here. I only have so much time to talk about how you can acquire my product in these dark times. So, you know, I've done my part. Now you do your part and, and, and buy some goddamn paper towels because you got to clean that blood up. That's, it's a mess. It's just a mess. So take it from me, Fred Van Clack of Van Clack Industries and Technologies. Get some paper towels. For God's sake. Is it good? I'm good. I'm going to crack open this beer. Oh, yeah. Good idea. It's twelve fourteen somewhere. Okay. <laughs> uh, twelve fourteen somewhere here on Bleak and Review. Everybody, we have returned. Thank you to Andy Sell for that piece of content you just heard. Uh, I'm back here recording over the internets with a friend of mine, friend of the show, Evan Kessler, who has a very specific situation going on during the quarantine. What's up, Evan? Hey, how are you? Hello to the show. Hello as to the a, show, a, indeed. As a friend of the show, I, I, you know, I don't just say hello to you. I say hello to the show. Well, the show is, uh, we do personify the podcast. Uh, we anthropomorphize it a little bit. It has legs. It has arms. It walks around. It's very silly. So that works you out. Can, you, but it may have arms and legs, but do not touch those arms and legs. It is a dangerous time to touch any arms and legs. No, that's true. And I've been advising the podcast to not touch its face either. But, you know, it can't help itself. It's too pretty. So, Evan, uh, thank you for uh, taking this time out of your uh, busy dog sitting schedule to (laughs) to. uh, Very busy. uh, Yeah. uh, For people who are. Oh, go ahead. I just had to lure the dog away from plants by putting peanut butter in a bone to say, hey, don't eat that. Eat eat this. You have to direct its attention away from plants. So this dog's just eating plants. Just eating anything in the yard, literally anything. <laughs> uh, and this is a dog, your dog sitting in the great state of Hawaii, which is not where Hawaii. you live. It's not where I live. I Hawaii. Am in, I am in Haleva, Hawaii. I think that's how wow. you pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure that sounds accurate. Uh, and you initially were going to be there. How long were you supposed to be there for? <laughs> For 11 days. 11 days. And how long ago was that at the time of this recording? <laughs> Let's see. Almost a month ago? Oof, it's, yeah. Because uh, you, were, you were there right been, before the... It's, how many days are in March? 30? I believe 31. so. I, I am losing track of that shit. I think there's 31 yeah. in March and 30 in April. I know I got that wrong recently okay, because so on 20, a... <laughs> so about 28 days. 28 yeah. days later. 29 days. Sorry. Wow. So like a whole February's worth of time. Uh-huh. February during, <laughs> during, during leap year. So you, you flew out to Hawaii to dog sit and house sit for some friends of yours out there. And then yes. what it turned into, uh, the quarantine happened and you've been, I mean, quote unquote, stuck in Hawaii since then. Yes. Yes, that must be that is, uh, pretty wild. I mean, I've been tuning into a little bit of your uh, it, Facebook live videos, and it seems like everyone's already hella isolated and shit because we're not supposed to see each other. But you are literally the furthest away from home that anyone could be right now. I am, it seems pretty wild. 
I'm three thousand about three thousand miles away from anyone I know. So yeah, Although, and, uh, like, I, I, I think I I do know some people who live in a different island of Hawaii, actually. But um, oh, fun! Well, you still can't see them, but <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, that's got to be pretty wild. Uh, how have you? Uh, how have you been hanging in there? Um, I, you know, I feel good. I, I, as far as like sanity goes, I feel like I've, I've gotten a good. I still have a good amount of it left. I, you know, that's good. <laughs> Well, the thing is like this whole reality, I think it helps. Like we're all in a new reality, right? Right. So, but I'm not in my reality at all yet. Like, cause I'm not in my apartment. I'm not, I'm, I've been divorced from reality this whole time. So it's, it's, right. it's so it doesn't feel like reality. It doesn't, it still feels like, I don't want to say it feels like a vacation, but it feels like it's, it's not it's it's it doesn't feel like it's a new normal kind of thing because I know I don't. No, totally. Here, you know, totally. I, I think I think a lot of people to an extent uh, feel that like, oh, this is like a big like reset. We're like, OK, I guess it's kind of like a vacation in the sense that I'm not doing the shit I'm normally doing and I'm kind of just lounging about. But for you, you're in a vacation destination while it's happening. But I, <laughs> so but I think it's, it's like my the second I'm in my apartment like in my back in LA in my apartment and I have to do this, I feel like I'd like shut down, you know, it's like, I, I feel yeah. like pretty stimulated still. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's kind of a, uh, a weird, I, I bet it feels kind of like a, like a, a weird, like fever dream or something like, oh, I guess I'm just in this tropical Island paradise place that everyone longs for, but like the like, country's on in, lockdown. I live in Hawaii and I have a dog now. You just become a new person. (laughs) I don't live in Hawaii. I don't have a dog. I live in Hawaii (laughs) and I have a dog now. It's like, yeah, I came out here. I got a dog. I got a house. I got a girlfriend. I don't know. It's crazy. I'm a whole new person. I might just uh, change my my identity and live here. (laughs) I mean, it's never a better time to do it. I'm in witness witness protection, the witness protection program for all intents and purposes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's a very specific. Like, all right, we're gonna wait. We're gonna definitely keep you safe from the mob, but we're gonna wait to a very specific situation where the country locks down, and we'll just like lock you down outside of the landlocked states, and then it'll be so easy to just have a new life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, the people that your house sitting it's for, it's where are thing. they in it's all this? Good... Oh, they're in the Bay Area. They're on lockdown in the oh, Bay okay. Area. But, but for me, I'm like, it's a good thing I killed those people in on the mainland when I did. <laughs> Right, but also, but also told the feds about you know the person who paid me to do those things. So, oh yeah, um, you killed and then you snitched hard and then you flew across the ocean because <laughs> you got uh, you got ins you got inside you got inside tips about uh, that the pandemic was it was like inside trading. I thought there was a pandemic coming up, so now would be the best time to totally drop everything and uh, uh, and change your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's crazy though. I can't imagine like. I've I've definitely like house sit for people like and I've done it in like Florida and stuff and like places like you know like places like people have like their their rented out homes like Vanessa's old you know uh, her family had those like the place in Big Bear and the place in Florida and we would like go and like house sit those places and it always felt kind of like uh, like oh this is like cool I'm like a tourist here uh, I, how like when you're like because if you've been to Hawaii before this I'm assuming you have no. 
Never. This is, so this is your first time in Hawaii and you got stuck there. I mean, it's pretty like, because you can't really go anywhere anymore. I, you know, it's on lockdown too. Like you can't go to the parks. Um, right. I, I think I can walk through the park to get to the beach, but, um, and there's like turtles over there, like those big turtles that belly up on the beach. So oh yeah. They're the best. Cool. I love them. Um, but I don't, you know, you walk through town and it's like, nobody's there and you're just like, um, it's so strange to be here and to not like my frame of reference. When I got here, I was like, Oh, it's so awesome to be in Hawaii right now. And I knew like the next day shit, shit was going to start to get bad. Like it felt like shit was starting to get bad. So I, I did all the things that I knew I wanted to do like that day. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the, the dole plantation and get a dole whip. I'm going to go yeah. to this bakery. I'm going to go to this bakery where this, they supposedly had really good pie and I'm going to do that like the first day. So I was like, get that out of the way you before like, everything shuts down. Yeah. You like binged a bunch of Hawaiian tourism in one day just so you could like it's knock not it even, all out. Be like, <laughs> it's not even like tourism. It's just like stuff that was like, although I went to the Dole plantation and there were so many people there. And I was really, Oh no. (laughs) Well, and they have, you know, they have, um, like a train ride that you go around the plantation where like people pack themselves onto like a little fun, little, you know, like, and I was like, and I went there with the intention of going on that. But then I saw how many people were there and I was like, fuck that. Cause that was when, that was when people still were like aware that this is in America now, but like, it wasn't official that we were in lockdown. So, but you were like still cognizant of like, Oh, there's a lot of people gathered here. And we're on an Island, you know, like people here don't, that doesn't register with them. Yeah. And it took like a week and a half after that for it to register, maybe two weeks. Yeah. That's yeah. It's super weird. I remember like, cause you know, I'm out here in Los Angeles, like, because of how dense the population is, it still doesn't feel like ghost town, ghost town, especially since like supermarkets are still pretty packed and like, you know, items are missing and stuff. But like there's you still see people on the streets and stuff. Is it uh, it's kind of different there, I imagine, because it's not as densely populated, I'm assuming, like where the city I, that you're in. It's not even a city. It's like a small surfing town. It's oh, like word. <laughs> but it's like a touristy surfing town because I'm like. Right. Five five miles away from like the Bonsai Pipeline, which is like, uh, okay. like the surfing destination in the world. Now, is that a locals only uh, place? Is that something where they'll call you Hayoli or Howley or whatever and uh, and talk shit? Or is it uh, white people go there too? <laughs> I mean, I you mean the, the pipeline or just in general? I, th- there's, uh, I, think I don't know. Just. I think it is that type of area, but I think there's enough white people here now that it's just like, <laughs> not, not like, but the people across the street, the guy across the street that I've talked to is from, is from Long Beach, you know? Oh, okay. And, uh, and, uh, you know, there's, there's some people here, but then like the guy in the corner that they sell, they have like a stand where they sell fresh ahi and, and they, and they're, they look like um, authentic, you know, they have like the Hawaiian flag flying outside. Oh, totally. Yeah, I just remember from when my family went to 
uh, Maui when I was like 12, I remember the guidebook that my dad had had something like there's like, oh, up here on this part of the Hana Highway, there's a, a really cool beach, but it's it's kind of locals only. So we advise you don't go there. Like all the ways of saying if you're white, don't go here because they're not going to like oh. you. <laughs> like, I just remember. Well, the, pipeline, the pipeline is like the pipeline is like a universal like everybody. Totally. I feel like people come to Hawaii just for to surf the pipeline. And I think like. From what I was told, like professional surfers and everything too, probably. Right. From what I was told, it's like uh, right around the corner, uh, like near there is like Eddie Vedder lives there, and oh shit, and Kirk Hammett from Metallica and Jack Johnson <laughs> and Jack Johnson or something. You know, it's like oh Jack Johnson. Oh my god, banana pancakes, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, remember, remember two thousand and three. So I, uh, I, you know, I think it's, it's kind of a nice, you know, there's, there's rich people that live, there's rich white people that live here, but they're also like, I don't think they like, I think they're, they're trying to be like of the culture and not, and not. Yeah. Well, Jack Johnson definitely is. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But, it's like the Calabasas of Hawaii. Well, not exactly. You know, every house here looks like it's like a rundown shack of a oh that's cool yeah kind of like a beach bum type vibe yeah every house has like a it's kind of like you know the shacks have you ever been to crystal cove in orange county i don't think so no if you go to crystal cove in orange county there's um these houses there are these shacks on the beach and they they basically made made it like a state park area because to preserve these houses on the beach because they're they call them eclectic uh, uh, examples of California's eclectic beach architecture, but they're just shacks on the beach and, uh, <laughs> because they didn't want developers to come in and and charge. Right, they're like, this is important. Please don't make it condos. So there are these house, these little shacks on the beach that you could rent for like pretty cheap, but you have to. But it, and it's run by the state, but you have to do it like six months in advance, right? Um, and you just stay on the beach for like. That sounds beautiful. Tonight. But now you also, mentioned a little. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Also, in in that park, there's the be- there's a house from the movie Beaches. As well. Oh, as really? Yeah. Wow. Well, so you're you're there's a little bit of Hollywood glitz and glamour out there still. You're kind of at yeah. home. <laughs> well, no, not here. I mean, in in in. Orange County. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, in Orange County is what you're talking about. <laughs> that yeah. makes more sense. Yeah, uh, no, now, you there's, mentioned... There's, there's probably a couple of rich, a couple of L.A. people that probably have a house out here. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. I mean, Jack Johnson, he's the most L.A. person I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> they say Taylor was a good girl, never going to be laid. <laughs> what a creepy yeah. guy. Uh, now, you mentioned that you... Uh, that you interacted with the neighbor across the way that's one thing that i was wondering about like socially because you're not there with like any roommates or anything it's just you and this three-legged dog uh how have you been uh keeping yourself sane in that regard are you finding a lot of good like solid ways to pass the time or like how do you how are you getting through it uh on a day-to-day level well it's it, it kind of feels like it's a weird lame way of doing it, but like i'll wake up i'll i'll let the dog out I'll make a cup of coffee and breakfast. It's all, I think it all like works because it's like, 
as long as I keep this kind of routine going, like yeah, I'll I'll wake up, I'll I'll drink a cup of coffee, I'll go, I'll try to like live stream, just to do something when I wake yeah, up. Yeah, totally. You know? I mean, that's why I started doing the uh, like more. I'm doing two episodes a week now of this because I was like, I need yeah. to just like find something vaguely creative or expressive to get my mind off of how I haven't left my apartment in like a week no. and a half, like at all. And and I feel like I've been doing like live stream stuff too much, but I'm also just like, who gives a fuck, you know? Yeah. It's like like at, at a, it's not like there's any cap on it. Like, it's not like it's, it's, it, it's going to be there for you. So it's like, why not? Like if it's entertaining anybody, then great. That's how I've always, that's how I've always felt about this podcast, even before the quarantine. <laughs> if it's entertaining anybody, I'll just keep doing it. And I thought, you know, I think I, I, I don't know for sure if I would, if I would do it, but I, I would think about like maybe doing a, a, a podcast as well from here if I can. But I mean, uh, thought about doing one called, well, I made the joke on the internet of just being like, uh, every, every podcast now is called social distancing. Every podcast right. that came out. <laughs> so doing it just called SoCal distancing. Um, <laughs> uh, that's not bad because you're distant or, from SoCal. yes or sipping the quarantine um, <laughs> i will say i'm calling these the quarantine quickies right now and i just saw on instagram that wendy starling and megan rice's podcast has also been doing quarantine quickies <laughs> i'm like god damn fine. it I'm a, i know a, it's like it's, a, uh, kevin there's only so many keywords you know <laughs> that's true yeah the quarantine quickies fault. quarantine quaaludes uh quarantino <laughs> quarantine quick time player uh default media player on bad computers a long time ago <laughs> yeah quarantine uh now character uh at the beginning of this recording you uh you popped open a beer it sounded like uh how yeah. are, are you are you uh are you day drinking a lot it seems like that would be a nice place to do it because i'm assuming your weather is pretty good i am day drinking a decent amount um but it's some days i'm like all right i i shouldn't do that again today because what i'll do because <laughs> i start out i start off my mornings with with like two cups of coffee right and I'm, I'm not a big coffee person but i've been having two cups of coffee every morning and um so i've been having a decent amount of caffeine and then when you mix that with like alcohol it's you kind of sometimes get into a weird you're like, do I have a headache? Am I? Yeah. And and in the current climate of just like of sickness, like any feeling where you're like, am I getting sick? And I'm not getting sick. I, I just right. have this like my body is just not necessarily responding well to both caffeine and alcohol. But it feels no, like, for sure. oh, my God, oh, my God, I could be getting sick. And then you're just like, fuck, I don't want to fuck with that, you know? Yeah, you're like, where was I when the latency before the latency period of when people start showing symptoms, and you start like thinking like backwards. You're like, uh, where was yeah, I a week yeah, and a half yeah. ago? Did I fuck up, right. or am I just uh, drinking coffee and beer at the same time? Well, what's a guy that talked a little too close to me like a couple of days ago? <laughs> I was like, there's a guy on the street who he said to me, he goes, uh, he didn't say he he asked me, he's like, why are all the businesses closed? <laughs> So he was it was it uh, governor of Georgia uh, Brian Kemp because he just found yeah. out that that you can get you can transmit the diseases even if you're not showing symptoms. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, what? That's the wild. businesses are closed. Why? And I was like, Be because of coronavirus. He's like, oh, really? 
I was just like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, that's. Do you not have the internet? (laughs) Like, I get it. Like, if you don't know the severity of it, but like, it's pretty big news that shit is shutting down. (laughs) Like, you got to be really living that island life to not be aware of that. You're like, I don't know, man. I I just look at the waves. (laughs) I think there are some people like that, but there. But like, a a couple of days into it, I could could have understood. Like, right. Like five days into being here, I went for like a long walk, a town over to just like go to a different store instead of the one I've been going to just to go for a walk. No, totally. Get some and steps then there was in. Like, exactly. And then there was like a homeless guy outside and he was just like, um, Hey, do you have any, any, any money? And I was like, uh, no, I don't have any cash on me. Cause I don't carry cash most of the time. Right. Um, and he's like, Oh, that's okay. Um, just shake my hand. And I was like, no. <laughs> Let me sneeze in your like, mouth real quick. Because I'm not like, and I'm never, and I don't try to be a dick to like, I try not to be a dick. No, to totally. People, but like, and I would probably have shaken his hand had this not <laughs> been a thing. And I was just, just like, shake my hand, bro. It's, 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 That's it's insane, like the dude. Yeah. He was like, hey, I, man, just I, shake my hand. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, not with what's going on. He's like, what? What's going on? And I'm like, Right. You know, a virus? And he's like, what virus? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Yeah, that's devastating. I had a similar thing, yeah. but kind of the flip side of it happened. I think it was the day after, like the Saturday after it was declared a national emergency. And like, you know, people like start taking it for real, for real. And yeah. I went to go buy a bunch of weed because I knew I was going to be in my apartment a lot. I was like, well, I might as well just be high all the time. And uh, they, the amount of weed I bought ended up being like $55 and I gave them 60 and I was like, oh, you can keep the change. And they were like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I got to play it off. Like I want to tip the hot girl at the place. I'm like, I don't want to touch money right now. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I lo- that's another thing I lucked out with too. Like I, I don't smoke that much. I don't like, right. But when, when the people that I'm staying with were leaving, they were like, Oh yeah, you can have our so as much of our, our weed as you want. I was like, "What?" And oh, I wasn't nice. And I don't know. I don't I if I'm sitting alone at home, I don't smoke. I don't have right. any weed at home, and I don't have any like paraphernalia. And I was just like, "All right, maybe." And now I'm just like, <laughs> "We'll see." I, I'm not smoking a ton, but I'm just like I I went prior to everything shutting down, I went to like a head shop and bought like a little like one hitter. Nice. And I was like, I was like, all right, that'll do. Yeah, you you'll do it at your at your speed, which is kind of how I roll with it too. Because before the quarantine, I was a maybe smoke a bowl at night after I've done everything else kind of guy. But now it's like, I right, I can keep, I don't have to like go crazy and be like become a stoner now. I just have to like like I'm just gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna do this at my convenience when it feels right to me, and that way that's how I've kept two eighths of weed alive for like a month and a half now because I don't smoke that much. <laughs> I just know my <laughs> limits. This is going to sound bad if my mom is listening, but she's probably not listening. But there, there was Hi, neighbor, Mrs. Kessler. There was, there was a neighbor that came up to me. There was like, hey, um, he asked if I wanted to, if I needed any like weed or anything. And I was like, no, I'm fine. And then he was like, but then I kind of, I, I kind of asked him about acid. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did think he have any? No, but, but I've, but the thing is, like, if this, if there was a situation to do acid, I feel like this. Totally. Is- 
I totally agree. I think uh, I think now is a good reason to experiment. If people are interested in procuring uh, or doing LSD or mushrooms for the first time or something, I think you should have a spotter. But I think right now, like, why not? What do you, what what kind of trouble can you really get into? <laughs> yeah, like I, I I'm I don't know. I'm probably not dumb for having admitted that, but it makes, but it sort of makes like sense to me. And he was like, I'll, I'll look at, I'll be on the lookout. If I find any, I'll let you know. And I was like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how, I wonder how like hardcore drug dealers are faring. Like, I'm not saying like people who work at weed shops and stuff, like people that sell Coke and stuff. I wonder how their business has been affected by all this. Well, cause weed shops are, I think, well, well weed shops are doing well. I would think. Yeah. Jessica is still working. Uh, our friend Jessica They're Singer essential. is still working at her weed shop. Yeah. They're essential. Yeah, they're essential. They really are. <laughs> Them and gun shops, apparently. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's been, apparently, according to uh, uh, some tweets I saw, there's been lines out the door of some gun shops in, uh, in I think, uh, uh, Carson or something like that. It's it's so it's ridiculous. Like the, pri- the priorities of everyone. Uh, <laughs> you know, well, you got to shoot. I'm going to shoot that virus if it comes to my door. I'm going to shoot that thing dead. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I know, man. I, I was thinking about the cocaine thing, though, because a friend of mine I was texting with, uh, she lives up in Monterey, and she was like, oh, I'm doing a bunch of coke with my roommate. And I was during the quarantine. I was like, I can't think oh, of a God. worse. No. I can't think of a worse quarantine drug than a bunch of coke. Let me be on edge and fucking twitchy while I can't leave. <laughs> Go you're shit. like, oh, you're stuck in a, you're, I'm stuck in a 10 by 10 room while I'm coke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't imagine. Like, I think this is the time for downers, not uppers, for sure. Oh, like, yeah. get some fucking Vicodin or whatever you got to do. But uh, I don't know about PCP or angel dust or any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, oh, I, I, I definitely wish. I think it would have been because also I have a dog. It, it would be great to be on acid and just like hang out with a dog. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can think I don't I would say though, I've never done acid by myself. I don't know how that would go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you'd probably yeah. be fine. You'd probably be fine. Uh, I feel you'd probably like I would go live fine, on but... Facebook. <laughs> yeah. I probably would. And I and I and you and you'd be able to tell that I was on acid because I'd just be talking about like something really fucking weird. Not not that I'm not talking <laughs> about weird shit. But right. Like I well, know. I tell you what, if you get acid, you let me know and we'll have you back on Bleak and Review to talk uh, while you're on acid <laughs> for like a half hour because uh, it's going to be an eight hour commitment. So we can take a half hour out to uh, check in with Kessler on acid in Hawaii. <laughs> I, I, I definitely don't think I'm going to find it. But, you know, I think <laughs> I think you can do anything. I think it's such a good time to do illegal things, though, because no one's going to fucking bust you for anything. Oh, yeah. I've been breaking into so many stores. <laughs> I don't I'm even just, mean I'm looting. looting. I'm looting. No, I don't even mean looting, but I just mean no. I totally like, know what you mean. There's nothing like the cops have different priorities, you know. Like, oh, absolutely. Like that's like, like the law is like you're not supposed to go visit like people, but it's a completely unenforceable. Yeah, don't worry about like uh, you know you you got a you got a meth lab. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> This is how much no it doesn't gonna... matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter so yeah. much that I just noticed that my wall calendar was on March still. I didn't even know. <laughs> I hadn't even changed it over. Yeah. That's it how matter. fucking. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it's, what is it? It's April. It's holy shit. It's April 9th. I thought it was like April 7th and, and I'm not coming back till May. 
Yeah, you're going to be there for another month. Uh, your 11 days have turned into a two-month vacation in uh, Hawaii. So. That's wild. That's so wild to me. Uh, real quick question before, because uh, we're about the end of our half-hour segment here, but real quick question. Uh, actually, two questions. One, uh, the people who own that house, are they just like stuck in a hotel or something because they were traveling, or are they no, at like, a house? They're an Airbnb. Oh, okay. So they so they have to keep paying for it, though, right? Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. wild. I didn't even think about that either. It's like, oh, if you time, were in an Airbnb. The, but at the same time, they'd rather be safe in the Airbnb than fucking traveling through the airport, you know? No, totally. Absolutely. It's just it's just a thing. That, like, there's all these layers to this quarantine that are things I would not have even thought of because of like, oh, yeah, very specific situations. How are those going to shake out when there's uh, a pandemic? <laughs> Yeah, it's like death or a couple hundred bucks, you know? It's like <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I'll weigh I'll weigh I'll weigh those options and get back to you. Uh Evan, yeah. thank you so much for for joining me on this quarantine quickie. Uh thank is there anything Yeah, of course, buddy. Uh and if you're on acid, we'll definitely have you back on, but uh, <laughs> uh is there any stuff you want to promote social media? You should do it, but not tell anyone I'm on acid. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll be on acid. I'll be on acid, but I'll just insist that you're on acid, even though you're sober. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Uh, 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 do you yeah, want to promote your social medias and stuff? Yeah, just uh, Evan J. Kessler, E-V-A-N-J-K-E-S-S-L-E-R on Instagram yeah. and Twitter and Venmo. It's weird that I said <laughs> Yes. All right. People should promote their Venmos more, I think. Yeah, Venmo. Uh, And uh, as for me, everybody, I probably said this in the intro also, but uh, Bleak and Review Patreon, that's a thing right now. Go over to patreon.com slash Bleak and Review for an extra episode every week and other bonus content, including hip-hop tracks, goof-arounds, and more. Uh, Just five bucks a month will get you all that. Ten bucks a month will get you all that, plus one extra thing that I've thought of and the knowledge that you're better than people. (laughs) Uh, At KB Anderson, yo, and all the things, at Bleak Pod. Uh, Stay safe out there. Evan, say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Oh, uh, wait, no, what, do yes. I say aloha? That's goodbye also. Oh, and ma- aloha, everybody. I don't know what mahalo means. <laughs> maybe, okay. Yeah. Mahalo. Right. Ma- mahaloha. Mahaloha. That's a mashup. All right, we've probably gone to music at this point. Uh- <laughs> All right.